Good afternoon, good evening and good morning. It's my huge pleasure today to introduce you to, um, to a wonderful, wonderful lady whose privilege, uh, who the privilege I had the other day was going to her art collection. I wanted to introduce Sam Dollar to everybody because she's this budding artist who I think is, is amazing. Hi Sam, how are you? Hello Fran, how are you? I'm well, thank you darling, and you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, nothing gives me greater pleasure than to see someone who's got the, the oomph to actually follow their dream. So who's <laughs> Sam? Tell me about Sam. Sam is a mother, a daughter, a, a partner, <laughs> a painter. <laughs> wow. So tell me, how many children have you got? Um, I have two boys. Nice. Both how teenagers. Old? How old? Uh, they're 16 and 18. Oh, how fabulous. What are their names? It's Cullen is my oldest mm -hmm. and Matthew is my youngest. Okay. And you're a partner to someone who works for me, I understand. That is correct. Uh-huh. So I hope he behaves himself more at home than he does here. <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure about that. Um, but we need to find out. So tell me about you. How did you come to paint? Tell me what your training's all about. Oh, well, um, I was a very much creative child, mm -hmm. um, much to my mother's dismay, because I peeled up wallpaper and colored underneath the wallpaper oh, and dear. underneath toilet seats. Oh. And, um, and then, uh, I guess, after high school, went to, uh, she suggested that I go to the Academy of Arts because um, I was just kind of wasting away trying to figure out what I wanted to do with myself. <laughs> Um, so she pointed me to the Academy of Arts of San Francisco, right. and uh, which I studied there for four years. I graduated with a bachelor's um, of arts, uh, did so a what, illustration, so what, so and what a minor in graphics. So what did you do in the course, mainly? Um, I did, we did everything. It was a full four-year degree. So um, I majored in illustration with a very, um, with a very strong background of graphic designing. Okay, how fabulous. <laughs> And so where yeah. did you go from there? Um, after uni, I then got a job at an advertising agency in San Francisco. Right. And worked my way up from a junior graphic designer to a junior art director. Very and good. So what, was yeah. you, what did you design? Did you do mainly just um, fitting pretty boxes on a page um, for, an, you know, for various clients of the agency? Or were you able to be creative? Oh, no, we were able to be creative. Um, mm. It was mostly the ad agency dealt mostly with the wine industry. Ah, okay. So um, I worked on some ad campaigns. Um, so we got to do really fun photo shoots. Um, got to do a lot of their point of sale and point of purchase um, stuff. Um, a lot of their sales materials. So it was, so it was a get, lot of fun. So did you get to know anything about the wine? Yes, you did, actually. Okay, so what's your favourite yes. red? Um, my favourite red is a Spanish Tempranillo. Okay, that's interesting. Well, what about, how yeah. do you feel about poor old Napa Valley at the moment with the fires? That's sad, oh, isn't it? You know what, it's devastating and it's mm. just swept through so much California from last year and mm. then again this year. It's, it's devastating. Yeah, it's very sad. And yeah. so um, with the white wines, what's your favourite? I actually don't have a favourite white wine. Um I tend to go more towards the Sauvignon Blancs or the Pinot Grigios. Um, I can't really find a very good Chardonnay here in Australia. So oh, that's interesting. So do you, do you drink Australian Sav or do you drink New Zealand Sav? I usually don't. Oh, I usually drink an Australian Sav. 
but I can't remember what the label is. Well, thank goodness for that. I was going to throw you out otherwise. I was going to say <laughs> an American drinking New Zealand wine, that's entirely unacceptable <laughs> and living in Australia. So, okay, so you, you've, you've finished that. You've done your graphic work. Where did you go to next? Um, I actually left advertising because I had my second child oh, and okay. he was rather a difficult child. Right. So I became a stay at home mom. So was that, was that your mother getting her own back at you? No, my mother actually told me to stop at my first one. She said my first baby was an angel baby and I'm never oh, going to get another one like him. Then you should have listened. Oh, I should have, but instead I laughed. Oh, but are you happy with him now? I bet he's gorgeous. Oh, no, he is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he is gorgeous, and he's come through quite a lot in his short little life. So Fantastic. And can I do ask what, he, what, he was, what was happening with him? Um, he, he was born with a whole bunch of ears, nose, and throat issues oh. that we didn't know about. So the first three months, he just screamed and cried and wasn't nursing. I ended up um, feeding him by syringe. That's how I was getting him to basically not die of starvation before the doctors actually realized what was going on so he had a an extreme tongue tie and then he had multiple high fevers so by the time yeah by the time we got to australia we found out that it was a cholesteotoma but he was just very ill very sick he was walking very young he's walking at six months fractured his skull it's you know before he was one and Conselectomy wow. before he was two. Wow. Before we actually figured out that all of this was just all from a tumor in his ear. Wow. And is he all right now? Yes. So we went through massive reconstructive surgeries. Sure. And, and lots of surgeries, actually. So he had about seven surgeries before he was five. Gee, that's amazing. Now, see, I didn't know anything about you um, in terms of that <laughs> when I when I decided to chat to you, I was talking to you about art. So tell me, is he okay these days and what's he thinking he's going to do? Does he know? He is extremely creative. He does not know what he wants to do. He's one of those well-rounded kids, very good in maths, very good in art. So he could do anything. That's fantastic. That's not me deciding to um, give you some fireworks in the background. Um, our, Our office is on one of the main streets and unfortunately I think that fellow is exhausted needed some um, repair work. So I apologise for that. So, okay, so where are so you, you get to Australia, then what happened? Um, then I, well, I saw my son. So my son was only three when we came. So we did all those surgeries here. So I was a stay-at-home mom still. And then by the time they were, I guess about seven, I went back into the, went back into the work industry um, and so was working at Montevale Hospital. Ah, so what did you do? I did a variety of things. So I was a basically an office manager for day surgery. I worked right. in admin. I right. worked in the antenatal clinics. So I ran the antenatal clinics. Fantastic. Um, and so then found my enjoy- way into what my current you, position. Yeah, what did you do? What did you enjoy about antenatal clinics? I just loved working with people. Right. I'm a people person. Um, but it was good hours. Been, yeah, but that must, have been tight, that must have been hard work, though, emotionally draining. Um, it was only emotionally draining when something went wrong. Sure, but I suppose <laughs> other than when, that, it was very rewarding. Yeah, because when, when the kids very happy yeah. so when the kids leave and go home, everybody's excited. Yeah, yeah. So what do you do now? I'm currently an executive assistant at an insurance company, right. and I launched my art career on the side because I 
desperately needed to get back into it. Right. So tell me about yeah. that. So tell me about the paintings that um, I had the privilege of seeing on Saturday. And I must say, if anybody's in Avalon, um, it goes for another week, doesn't it? Yes, 11th of October. It is a it is a really worthwhile show to go and see. And Mrs Bishop came, so that was really nice. It was. It was lovely Near to see her. the former Speaker of the House, so that's her stomping ground, so she wasn't going to miss it for anything. <laughs> I was very honoured to have her attend, actually. So tell me about what you do now. So tell me what you like to paint and tell me what I saw because some of those paintings were quite dark and then you can see where you moved through life and I could sense the paintings change. Yeah, so I went through a very rough patch the last eight, well, 18 months. I think I'm on the other side of a very rough patch. Oh, fabulous. Um, yeah, it was a... It was a horrendous time. I, it was like a series of unfortunate and horrific things. So a lot of trauma. And uh, Russell, my partner, um, knew that I had this creative outlet. And what I was doing was journaling and doodling. And I just couldn't stop doodling spirals. Um, it was just like I, I couldn't get out of that rut. And he bought me a whole bunch of canvases and said, maybe you just need to start painting again, Samantha. And... I started painting and it was, I had put it away because when my children were small, they had gotten into my oil paints and smeared them all over the place. Oil paints can be quite poisonous. So I, I didn't realize that I was missing it so much. All right. um, and when I started to express myself, I didn't even notice, I didn't notice until recently that my paintings were quite dark in the beginning um lots of storm clouds with these tiny little spots of light in that where you could just barely see that lightness mm. um and then as i progressed through all these horrendous events um and got past them i started painting a, a brighter i started feeling better so i i'm a, an artist that really paints from my soul i agree with that so. because i could see the soul in the painting that i bought it's beautiful so tell it me that it is hopefully well it was interesting because i didn't realize it was in western australia i had to think twice about that um but so, so tell so tell everyone what you painted um i painted a experience of feeling that i had felt when um I went to a place called uh, well, Coral Bay in Western Australia, mm -hmm. and um, Russ actually brought me there. It was just after I felt a little bit better, and I actually could start creating memories again because that dark point I wasn't really present. Um, and it was a sunset on the ocean, and being from California, I am... I'm a little bit biased towards ocean sunsets. <laughs> no, that's all right. I got the impression that was the case. Because seeing as 50% of the paintings were all about water. All of my paintings have a lot of uh, horizons, mm -hmm. a lot of horizons. Mm -hmm. I, I would say I'm more of a horizon painter mm -hmm. um, because it's, it's for me, it's looking out into that distance mm -hmm. and feeling that oneness with the sky mm -hmm. and the sea or the sky and the land. Um, and at a time where I was... I felt like I was in the ocean drowning in the, I couldn't find my footing. So tell, um, me, so tell me what it's like, what, what do you think, if I had to ask you what mental illness is, what would you say it was from your perspective? About hopefully? Yeah, what do you, no, what do you think mental illness is? 
when you were going through your very bad patch and you were feeling down and you couldn't get yourself oh, going. I, I was in a deep, dark depression, honestly. Right. And so... Oh, it was very dark. So being, Where... very, so being very dark, tell the audience what that means so they, for those people who don't understand because I think for all of us... Um, we get a bad patch and we think, you know, the end of the world's coming and then an hour later something wonderful happens and we're okay. But for yeah. someone like you that's actually had to pull yourself up, what does that mean to an ordinary person who's never been there? I was that ordinary person who could never really start, not properly understand it and at one point I was laying on my bed hysterically crying right. and I actually thought I understand now why people commit suicide like it was just make the pain go away isn't that interesting okay so when it makes the so the pain that you're the pain that you experience is that a pain of loneliness is it a pain of not being able to sort out what comes next is it a pain is i i just quite i'm just trying to understand what the pain was it was real despair like the uh it's hard to describe what despair really feels like yeah. it is it is completely hopelessness yeah. um you just don't see the end okay you, you can't even imagine what the end would feel like right and i think that's that's proper depression that's sure that's not just feeling down or you know feeling unhappy or discontented or you know in a rut it is it is raw it is it's raw despair. It, it was it was an unbelievable feeling, and the idea of and 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 the the realization that that's what I was feeling was was shocking to me because I had never had those problems. But what made you realize that that was that was Russell, or what happened that made you realize that that's where you were? I think I am naturally quite attuned to yeah. my own self and yeah. I think that I'd, just... agree, that I'd agree with after meeting you at the art gallery I would have thought you're quite aware of who you are yes and um it, it, nobody actually pointed it out it was it was just a, a thought process um right it was I was just on that bed and I thought this I understand I understand why people turn to that now I I could not turn to it right but I felt that I understood that, like, it would just be so easy to just end the pain. Sure. So how did you, so I understand that now, I think a little bit better, and I thank you for sharing that with us all, but how did you then, having realised that when you are on the bed, how do you then get yourself to get up and move to the next stage of your life and then suddenly pick up? I understand the story that Russell brought you the... Um, all the painting gear and said paint because he could see that that was where you were at. But how did you get yourself from the bed to that next stage? What made you uh, get up? People, a lot of people, um, a, a faith, right. um, not necessarily in God or religion, but just faith that just, it will end. Yeah, just a belief in yourself in the end. Yeah, that, that it was, it would, there was going to be an end, even though I couldn't see it. I had, a handful of people who I have been blessed to meet and and grow relationships with who were detrimental to my recovery. I had um, a, a beautiful man who uh, who let me 
I literally, there was a point where I could not step out the front door without having a panic attack. Um, right. He just let me sit on the sofa and watch, because, watch TV, like binge watch Game of Thrones, because as soon as the show was over, I couldn't breathe. So we just did that. And it was right. just a boss who was more than happy to give me that week that I needed to binge watch Game of Thrones so that I w- wouldn't have the, my panic attacks and let me go to WA to uh, recoup and to step out of my normal life. Um, beautiful children, all those things made time, it Time together and made it happen. So tell me where you met Russell. How did you meet Russell? Oh, God, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I, I actually met Russell online accidentally. Okay. <laughs> I need to tell our listeners before you go on that Russell actually is um, um, my general manager of sales um, globally. So and he's quite a character and he's always, in, he's always he's the sort of personality that's always busy. He never stops. Um, so he's extremely just, hopeful. Yeah. So, so tell me how you met him online. What happened? What do you mean you met him accidentally online? How does that happen? Um, my girlfriend thought it would be funny to get me online just to lighten my mood. And I was online and we were just saying, I, having never done this before, I, I think I swiped right. And, um, (laughs) then it it just kind of went from there. And there he he, was. We were like chatting and he would make me laugh and, um, he showed up with, for coffee so he was great. So he was great medicine. So he was great medicine. He was excellent. He is still excellent medicine. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. Look, yeah. I I think, and now you've back to painting, and so you've got a job and a boss who understands, and you've got time to paint. I do. I have. I Isn't have that amazing? A lot. I have more time. Well, I make the time to paint now. I'm actually sitting at my table working on my next commission. <laughs> well, I think it's fabulous and I'd like you to I'd like to commission a painting for for our new office. So that would be really good. Um, and also to um, put put your gallery up on um, our website once we get going so that you can share your journey um, with people with disabilities and people with mental illness um, who can in fact actually hear your story and know that at the end of the day there is always a way out. Might not be right. easy to find, but there's always a way out. No, and sometimes it's just good people that can point you in the right direction and trusting Do you yourself know, and them. Sam, you're an amazing young lady and I can't, um, I, from my perspective, I just think you're amazing. And from no. my point of view, if we can support you in any way possible going forward to, you know, to get your art going, that would simply be our pleasure to do so. Thank you. And also I would to appreciate it. perhaps down the down the track, it wouldn't be in 2020 because we're rapidly running out of that. But early in 2021, what would be fabulous if we can get you to run a small art class um, on the Frazzle website so that um, a lot of our clients, um, for example, I have a client who does fine needlework with her toes. Um, they're mm-hmm. amazing people and I'm sure we have lots of kids out there who would love to learn how to paint. And we were hoping that that's something that you might like to do. Oh, I've never taught it, but I will give it a go. I think it'd be fabulous. All the things you've already done at the hospital, I think you'd manage quite well, darling. And having the personality that you have and having met you, I think you'd be just amazing. Oh, thank you. But I hope with um, that your art collection is really going well and you're selling well. Have you sold much? 
Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't want to look. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, just at the end, I'll look. Oh, I it's think just we'll it's look, better think, to not know yeah, than I'll worry about it. <laughs> I think it's fabulous and I think that's a good plan. And I have every confidence that you'll sell out for your first for your first oh, um, thank you. for your first gallery showing, um, knowing Russell. Um and I think um the the place you chose to sell I think was interesting because they're very conservative people and they gravitate to good art. So I think the selection of the art gallery was very clever. It was very good. Darling, I'm going to go now and say thank you. And can I say, um, Sam, thank you so much for sharing some of your more intimate side um, with our audience. Um, As you know, I'm very um, unrehearsed. I like to just talk to people because I like people very much. And it's been an absolute um, privilege for me to talk to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show and I was more than happy to share. Fantastic. And don't worry, you won't get off. I won't let you off the hook. Um, I'll have you helping the kids yet in 2021. But but (laughs) thank you, everybody, for listening to Sam. Good afternoon, good evening and good morning.